The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Hassan and Mindy podcast. My name is Hassan. Um, no, it's not. Spanish, Jason. But you're not Spanish. Well, but I can be. I mean, why not? Why can't I speak Spanish? Hassan. Hassan. Jason. Whatever. <laughs> Move on. Hi, wife. Hi. Uh, welcome in. Coming up, I will share a study about daylight savings. I've got a poll about borrowing money from your parents and uh, just when it is time, when is it time to start looking for a new job? Mm. I've got all that to well, share. You got a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what are you sharing, Mindy? I got one thing and mm. it is food myth busting. I like it. Is that what you're not excited about? It? <laughs> no, it's it's. it's I think fine. it's gonna be great. It's fine. Um, we're doing a little shorter one today, so no entertainment news. You know why? Because like it's football day. It is. It's yeah. Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl day, and I've I've got some stuff to do in the yard. It's windy as shit here. It's really windy. windy. It's super rare that it's windy here, unless there's a hurricane. Broke my beautiful tomato plant. I thought. I thought. Uh, we were living in the Antelope Valley again, and living in the de- desert again. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Anyway, so I got to go mow the lawn a little bit, but there won't be any blowing because it doesn't matter. Pointless, right? I mean, it's all going to blow away, right? You got it all built in today. So anyway, um, welcome those of you listening on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, uh, welcome Mindy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Good. Yep. Hang on. I got this. Hang on. Oh, this same song forever yeah we we've done this i don't even know how long i think our podcast now is it's because it's the same it's classic so when people don't hear that it's probably been ingrained in them it's an old book on the shelf yeah yeah really old that some people have not picked up in a while you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, we so, don't even know if people are listening to us. I mean, right I now. know how many, and it's not very many, but but fuck it, you know who cares? <laughs> it's just a hobby for us, and this is why we don't worry so much, you know. And we've kind of transitioned to doing it on Sunday. We don't do a live anymore. Um, you know, live was was fun. I uh, like to. We'll, do we'll it go back live. to it a, a couple of times. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do like one live show a quarter or something, or one live show a month. We'll mm-hmm. try to do that. Uh, but the only thing about that is you got to do it. You got to do it a little bit later um, for people. You know, uh, I know my sister Rebecca enjoyed listening to the show uh, while she was on doing her route and mm-hmm. stuff. So, uh, you know, you still can't. I, you know, I, I don't well, think football she will be over. So maybe uh, next yeah, week maybe we, we could do a uh, later evening. Let's try that. Yeah. Let's try that. So any anything new? We 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 personally, Mindy and I, have done some some cool stuff this weekend. Mm-hmm, we did. So there's this, um, one of my, one of my goals it, it, being out here is to get into uh, a reggae band. I, I really enjoy reggae music. There's two, two types of music I really enjoy in terms of my drumming style. It's country and reggae. There's a lot of, gro- it's really groove orientated. You're not trying to do a bunch of crazy chops and stuff like that. You're just laying down a good groove and making people dance. Um, so I've wanted to get into a reggae band since I moved out here. 
I'm not in a reggae band, uh, and I like the guys I'm in a band with. They're really, really cool dudes. But um, there's this one band called Tidal Theory that that I watched a, over a year ago, and really liked them. Met met the uh, the keyboard player. His name is Jason, like my, like like me. And um, I recently reached out to him, like, hey, do you know of any reggae bands that are looking for a drummer? And he says we are. And I'm, I got kind of perked up. I'm a little excited. I'm like, oh, you you are really. Um, and I've noticed in their social media that they they have a different drummer almost every time. Mm. Um, anyway, so one of the things we did this weekend on Friday was we went and watched Tidal Theory. They play a lot. They play at least once a, once a week, uh, sometimes twice on the weekend. I don't know how they've done it without a drummer. Uh, the drummer that was playing was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing on on a on a decent set. He had some busted up cymbals and shit like that. Um, but he apparently is a singer in another band. I, I don't, you know, he's not even like a drummer in the, in a band. Um, I was going to see if I could see him today. They're playing again today. I wanted to see if they had a, a different drummer. Right. And just kind of put myself out there a little bit more, but I don't, you know, it's one, I'm not, I'm not uh, someone that's going to beg, you know, Hey guys, I'd yeah. like to be in your band. Uh, but that was fun. They were, they were really good. We stayed for a couple sets there. I think you just need to invite them over for a jam session. Maybe. Maybe I do need to do that. Mm-hmm. I think um, that would just be more appropriate. Yeah, I don't know how... Because that'll tell you whether they want to do it or not. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, if you're a band and you're gigging a lot, want a consistent drummer? The same guy every fucking time. Yeah. I mean, I would, right? Uh, that, I mean, right now, us and the, and the band we're in, we need a singer. And we need a consistent singer and it's, it's, you know, hard to come by. But anyway, we did that. That was pretty sweet. Uh, then I hung out with, uh, Francis or my friend Francis and my friend Steve, we smoked some cigars and did some FaceTime. That was pretty cool. It was yeah, like I was hanging out with them. Late. That was pretty sweet. I went to bed. Yeah. You went to bed. Uh, and then yesterday, Mindy, we did, uh, an improv. There's an improv show. Thing there is. Here. It's a, a place out here called the funky dog. And every time we drive by it, I want to, I've been wanting to check it out. So I was like, Hey, let's, let's go check that out. And, uh, we had a lot of fun. It was great. Laughed the entire time. Yeah. Um, the, you know, it's, we went to a place in LA called the groundlings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun as well, but, but a little different. So it was kind of cool to see, uh, these, the funky dog does, uh, more games. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're similar to whose line is it anyway? So yeah. the, that's the style of improv that it is. They do games. But anyway, it was a lot of fun, and I think I'm going to take it to work as a work function. See if they want to do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was sold out. It was packed in that little room. Yes, um, I, I just was really happy about that. I mean, it's it's so close to our house. Uh, you know, before when you wanted to go see something like that, everything we do, everything we did, had to be in L.A. to do something like that, to see a comedy show, to go do anything, and it was very far. You had to go. I mean, it's it's pretty sweet that we've got what we have very very close. Yeah, everything's just really nearby. We had some good food this weekend. Mm-hmm. We ate at pineapples, and we had great two great salads. Yeah, there's a place called Pineapples right across, right, right in our little town here. And uh, yeah, where else? Oh, I took you to uh, eat um, an acai bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Last weekend we mm-hmm. did that. Yeah, it's been great. We've really enjoyed uh, the weather, and and it's just been. I think next week nice. we'll do some fun stuff. We're gonna take the. Uh, I always say the canoe, but it's the kayak. kayak yeah. There's a <laughs> strawberry festival next week. Oh, weekend, yeah. We're going to go so to the strawberry festival. Maybe going to that. I need to throw it out to uh, Chuck and Joni. But today's Super Bowl, 
Uh, we're going to enjoy that and relax and watch the game. And I don't know. Are you making food. any food? What are you making? What are you, I don't know. As yeah. soon as we get done, I got to go start Figure looking. that out. Yeah. Yep. You got to have food. Got to have know. food. You got to have food when you're watching the game. Yeah. You know, pop a beer. I think I'm going to make my au gratin potatoes. For tonight? Yeah. Ooh. And I'm hungry right now, by the way. Some kind of deliciousness. We'll figure it out. We will. Uh, Mindy, did you know, I'm experiencing this, so this might be a good conversation, I hope. Mm. Workers get itchy feet around 18 months into a new job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking literally. I was Mine like, really? get itchier sooner. Yes, you, you do. I, but you've I, had good reason to be itchy. It's just uneventful. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons, but, and we won't go into those. Um, but, uh, and it's been about 18 months for me, actually. No less. About 15 months. Anyway, uh, a study of 5,000 un- uh, of 5,000 employed adults found that's the average point when employees come to realize exactly what their job prospects are and whether it's time to start thinking about finding something new. The leading causes for those itchy feet not being valued for their contributions, feeling like they're underpaid and deteriorating working conditions. Mm. Um, And 18% said they experienced job doubt when they found themselves working too many hours. The workers reported that once they start feeling frustrated, they started looking for new work on average within four months. And it typically just took over three months to land a new position. I think that's great that people are able to land new positions. I think I mean, yes, we should sort of be a little bit content in what we do because this is what I do. This is what I tend to do. And I think I saw you do the same thing uh, the last couple of jobs. First of all, it's brand new. You don't Mm. know what you're doing. Um, You realize that, and this happens a lot where we work, you realize there's insufficient training. Mm -hmm. You realize that you're expected to figure it out on your own, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing, but it's also not a good thing. If you've got people that are willing to figure it out on their own and willing to grind it out, then you got these, you can see who rises to the top, the grit rises to the top, the good people rise at the top. Uh, the people that skate by, they, they get right in that little groove too. Right. Mm-hmm. So you do see that mm-hmm. when you don't have sufficient leadership or training, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was about, it's, it's about six months. I start to go. I start to realize what the job is and I go, <laughs> right. So yeah. I have to talk myself into staying at least a year and seeing, you know, what, what it's like. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I've seen you do the same. Um, you, you did that kind of when you got your new, your new gig, uh, when we were in, when we were in Palmdale and then sort of happened in, the, in this new one as well. But then I saw you find your groove, you know, you just found a groove. And- yeah. And I, I'm really loving where I'm at. And then, What's interesting, though, in in my group is we've hired um, probably three people right in a row who took the job and probably were there about a week and left. It's crazy. Um, and it's not because where we work isn't a great place. It's because there's so much opportunity in this area and it's very competitive. And yep. so people leave. But, you know, I've heard of a lot of places around here really not um, respecting the work-life balance. Mm. And so I think they'll they'll find out, they'll get themselves, you know, in positions and 
maybe realize very quickly. They you made mean a different different companies or different that companies? Way. Yes, I've heard that too about some of them. Some of the space companies um, are lacking in work life balance. Yeah. Um, now our company isn't always work life balance either. I think that's your choice. I mean. It depends on what direction you want to go in. If you're climbing the corporate ladder, then you already know you're going to be sacrificing work-life balance. If you're someone like me who wants work-life balance, you're going to find your groove. And you also, if you're like me, or even like you, Mindy, you have to be sort of lower your expectation in terms of what they're going to pay you, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to... There's p- plenty of people that I know that are just trying to make make they're trying to make more and more money, right? So if you do that, you're sacrificing work-life balance. You just have to know that you're doing that. You can't expect to make more money and not to have any stress. You know, uh, right. with with it with that level of money comes a little more responsibility, and it should, right? I right. mean, you have to have a little more responsibility. So yeah. someone like me, I choose to find that middle ground where I'm able to, to do the things I want to do outside of work, but still make a decent living. And I find that or at least where I work, you, it's, it's offered if you want it. And for right now, I've been taking you it. Have. I've been working a lot of the overtime, but um, I'm okay with that because I know it, at any point I can just say, nah, I yep. don't want to do it right now. Yep. 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 So I'm sorry. We're playing. Footsie. That's okay. Oh, well, good. All right. Well, let's get into the question then. How about that? Oh. Hey, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. You know, that is a good vocal I did there. I mean, <laughs> tooting your own horn, huh? It's a great vocal. Mm. Really proud of myself. I, you know, it's crazy how all this shit we did in the past. I don't do any of that anymore. I yeah. know, we, it's we, funny. And it's fine. I don't need to, right? It's done. Um, all right. Question is this, what was your most memorable meal ever? Mm. I have a you couple. Thought, you thought I would, we would have the same. I don't know if we will have the same, yeah. but I, there is one that I had with you mm-hmm. that stands out to me probably the most in most recent, which was our meal at, um, gosh, what was the name of the place? Dijon's. And the reason why it was memorable is because it was such a stressful time selling our home. Uh, we finally sold it. And we had this just amazing dinner. Mm. Um, the ambience was Unreal. It was a nice place. It was a very, very nice place. Very expensive place. But um, it was more about the relief, I think, sitting, having that dinner. Like, we could just finally relax. Were we at a relaxation point at that point? Yeah. I mean, well, just for the fact that the house was sold, we we could move on. We knew we could move on. That was a final, like... Yeah, that was a little celebratory there. That was nice. And then my second one... Um, I really missed and still miss having meals at my parents' house. Oh yeah. Okay. It was such a a good memorable. We used to, you know, of course, when we lived in California and when my parents lived there, which was a long, long, long time ago, we, all of us kids would go out and have like a dinner Sunday dinner or something, you know, that's nice or some kind of thing that my mom would do. And I, I really missed and still miss that kind of food. Okay. Sort of that home cooked goodness. Uh, 
I like it. Okay. I'll, I'll share, I'll share a couple as well. Then, um, this one was, was unique because it was kind of a cool little find that we, that we just, that we stumbled across and it was kind of coming out of COVID. COVID was still happening in California and there were restaurants weren't open and it was just kind of a bummer. And one weekend we went camping to Pismo and we found uh Cape Cod eatery and oh, tap house yeah. in, in shell beach. And, uh, I had their black bean burger and it was the fucking best burger I've ever had. And I've I had it several times since then. Mm-hmm. It was as good. Right. But it, it was just that, like that moment where we, we hadn't been to a restaurant in mm-hmm. very long time. And I loved that, 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 that area, San Luis Obispo kind of broke the rules a bit. They kind of stayed open and they skirted the rules mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit. Plus that place was an outdoor eatery, right? So yeah. you could eat out there. And it was a beautiful day. Oh I God, that. it was gorgeous. I just, I, th- those, those beaches are amazing. Um, I love the beaches here too, by the way, there's just different. One thing about the beaches here, you can actually enjoy the beach. You can get in the water. You can yeah. do stuff here that you just couldn't do long. there. Yeah. California get, it just got cold. I mean, it, the summers were overcast and, um, anyway, yeah. that was, that's one of them. My, the, but the most memorable one for me was when we when when we spent the weekend in Catalina, oh, and we were eating I this, we were, about that we, one. so the, let me let me paint it. I'm sure some yes. of you have heard it. We hiked uh, to this. We, we were with our good friends Francis and Misty. Um, we hiked about eight miles back to this uh, little campground. Uh, we planted in two harbors on in Catalina Island, and we hiked back. There was a long fucking day. It was day. like eight or nine miles. Something. It was eight miles and it, it was up and down and up and down. And we were worn out. We were exhausted. Across 50, the 50, mountain Ridge, 50 pound packs, but we brought freeze dried food for the entire weekend. Oh God, it wrecked. Me. And it was okay. Right. The first couple of nights were like, wow, this is pretty good. Uh, but I ripped ass that entire weekend. <laughs> yeah. We were just tearing awful. that tent. We almost flew, floated away <laughs> with all the ass we were ripping in there. Um, but our, when we got back, mm. When we got back to uh, two harbors, there's there was this little cafe there, right? Yes. And, and they had at bison the, burgers. At the time, I was a vegetarian. So I'll, I'll share three more meals, right? At the time, I was a vegetarian. This happened in the same weekend. And I said, fuck it. Oh, no, I got a Portobello uh, burger mm. there. And it was fucking phenomenal. I, I was like, this is the best meal I've ever had. When you take away your comfort foods, those, you know, a good cooked meal yeah. with real food instead of this free just And then you go on this crazy adventure across yeah. a mountaintop. We were, we were hungry. We were tired. Uh, we showered. We felt amazing. The, it was a beautiful day. We were sitting outside and all of us were just worn out. I had a beer and a portobello bur- uh, uh, burger. I had the bison burger. Oh, oh my God. It was so, so good. good. That was such a good meal. Yeah. Um, oh, I've had a lot of memorable meals. But then when we, then we Which all, is crazy because you're not really a foodie. So I'm really I'm surprised foodie, to hear yeah. all this. Yeah, I'll give you a call. But give these you, are all great. I'll give you one more. Uh, I'll give you two more. So then when we left the island, it was a long day. That's a long fucking day, right? You got to put your packs and then you got to go get your car. We had mm-hmm. to get the car in long, long beach. And, and then you, you drive home. It's a long drive home. Uh, we all decided to stop at El Torreo and I was a vegetarian and I said, fuck it. 
I'm getting shredded beef tacos. Oh, see, I don't even remember oh, that. Such a good. I loved the, you know, because uh-huh. I hadn't had, I hadn't had them in nine years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was so great. Okay, here's an, one more meal, and then I'm gonna move on. I can't I'm sorry. believe you were a vegetarian for that long. Like nine years, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, another meal when when I went to Vegas with the guys, mm-hmm. and I forget the name of the restaurant, so I'm gonna fuck it up. But um, we, we we you know we you know we stretch it out there. We don't get a lot of sleep. It's we're all tired. We're hanging out with each other. Uh, we we went out one the night before, and then we went to we went golfing, and it was hot as shit. And we were golfing on this golf course, and uh, we went to this restaurant that France is recommending. That guy always recommends good restaurants. Yeah, he does. And we were starving. We were depleted. We were dehydrated. And we had this, it was like these dumplings. I forget the name of the, like I said, I forget the name of the restaurant. It was such good food. We were all just like not talking and just <laughs> dumping it into our face. So I've had a lot of good memorable meals. Yeah. Francis knows some really good, he does, great man. restaurants. He does. Let's get into the, the, uh, Social the comments. Media. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Todd said the first meal when I got out of rehab for addiction, mm. it was McDonald's, but it was the first sign of freedom from incarceration and addiction. Wow. That's, you know, that, that's it's not See, it's just like, the meal. It's, it's when the you're moment. Stripped away of everything. It it's has something to do with that, mm-hmm. right? It's like you just feel nourished by it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Jessica said, that's hard. It was either my honeymoon in Hershey, Pennsylvania I had clams and white wine with linguine, or it was chicken and waffles at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen at Downtown Disney. Mm. Mm. I think I would like to try the chicken and waffles. That that does sound good. Deuce said, in Porter's Steakhouse in Illinois back in 2002, three of my friends and I drove 17 hours straight to Conway, Missouri to look at a Corvette one, one, one wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. The Corvette was a piece of shit, so we drove back empty-handed, but we had a blast on the way back. See, good friends, it's, good fun. Yeah, it's more about the the meal thing is more about the ex, the experience you're having than the actual meal itself. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Of course, um, oh, this is probably going to be... It was a long one. Um, no, Facebook has done this th- new thing now where you got to click out of it and click back in. I, You know... Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep Facebook. Why well, always changing shit? So Jody says any meal with family gathered around the table. And I have to agree with her. I mm. love that when we're, when it's a family meal. Yeah. Vanessa says turtle stew at a street stand during pirates week at grand Cayman. It was incredible. And also made me want to cry a little. Oh, <laughs> hmm. Carol says, and that's my mother, uh, my mother's Christmas Eve buffet always stands out in my mind, delicious food and fudge. And unfortunately, I rem- always remember my grandmother's breakfasts, mm-hmm. but Breakfast. I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. My, I, but I don't really remember the Christmases. I mean, I do, but not, I guess, the way that they're explaining it. Yeah, so. as fondly. Yeah, yeah as fondly. Um, Christina says, is lobster pasta at the K bar? Mm. Ooh, that sounds so good. Yeah. Miki says they are all memorable. I love food almost as much as I love my boyfriend. Oh yeah. I break for cake. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah says my grandma Zams or, um, and she's also talking about my grandmother. Uh, she's my cousin. Uh, they're the buffet at my grandmother's mm. gotcha. house at Christmas time. 
Uh, Rebecca says, this is going to sound bad, but I remember my mom baking, making beans and weenies one day. Mm. We were waiting for my dad uh, to come get us. I didn't want to eat. I just wanted to go. My mom said I had to go to bed without food or sit at the table all night. My grandparents ended up picking us up the next day, but I'll never forget those beans and weenies. To this day, I hate them. <laughs> ah, so that's a that's a different kind of memory. It's yeah. A, not a good memory. Like, yeah, that's a, pretty huh. cool. Yeah. Uh, Richard said steak and burgers at the river. So hungry by the time it was ready to eat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Angie said, I have a few dad's goulash with a piece of bread with melted butter. And to this day, I love that. Hmm. I still love a piece of bread with butter. And I, I always sit on top of the goulash so that it melts. Anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't um, even know what the fuck goulash is. It's like, so. I've made it. It's just really like hamburger, macaroni, tomato sauce. It's just, and oh. then some spices. It's oh, just, okay. they call so it's it, almost like a it's sloppy It's like a poor joe. man's meal. It's like a sloppy joe almost. No, not really. But. This is kind of like a tomato pasta dish, really. Mm, okay. Um, let's see. Mom's chicken and rice. I always make that. Me and Brandon's French toast meals at Grandma Zam's. Fudge and freezer jam. Oh, my gosh. She makes the best jam. I know not uh, really a meal, but Uncle Dick's fish fries. And absolutely. Yum, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. His fish fries were amazing. Carol Chapel said my most memorable meal because of the fantastic taste of the food was at the Temple Sour Sourby Hotel in Cumbria, not Cambria, but Cumbria. Mm -hmm. uh, every course and mouthful, a taste sensation. I have other memorable meals that come to mind for the people I was with or a view I had while eating. Gotcha. And that is it. Nice. Yeah, I like it. It's all mostly about the experience. Yeah. Which I love that. And uh, that's part of why I decided not to be a vegetarian anymore because I was missing meals with people, you mm -hmm. know? And, and I think, you know, I, I could certainly continue to be a vegetarian on my own. And then when, when I share meals, I eat whatever everybody else is eating or try something different. But, uh, and I kind of did that, modified that for a little bit. And I mm -hmm. still do a little bit, but... Um, anyway, uh, so the question of the podcast for listener participation for next week is when you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? That's a good one. That's a good one. We got some good ones here that's come up. I like this little card thing. We're going to run out. Should be, should, at, at, are you that or did you come yeah, close did to you that? Yeah, did you become that? I make the joke sometimes uh, um, when I'm doing things at work that I don't love, right? Mm -hmm. And we're all sitting around all having to do those same things and I go... You know, when I was a kindergartner, this is exactly what I said I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, what you got? Speaking of food, we have food myth busting. Mm, okay. So um, these are things, of course, you probably have heard. You'll have to let me know whether you've heard them or not. Right. First one up, I've definitely have heard this. Chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years if you swallow it. I didn't hear stomach. I heard pancreas or it stayed. Really? Yeah, I heard something weird and dumb like that. Yeah, I've heard the stomach. A gum actually moves through the digestive tract just like anything else we consume. The difference, it doesn't get broken down and digested. It just stays uh, like a gummy wad the it's whole way. Yeah. It's, uh, who? I mean, I, I think I probably have swallowed a gum time or a time or two, but... Yeah. Why, why do I, they say, why, why do we get into this place where we said not to swallow it? So the, uh, the, the problem is 
is that now we've got gum on sidewalks all over the fucking place. Right. Just swallow your gum. It goes into your shit. Who yeah. cares? So gross. Or spit it in the trash. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Don't, don't Be spit responsible it on the ground. With your gum. Eating turkey causes drowsiness. Yep, heard that one for sure. Scientists have uh, discredited this idea because tryptophan, yeah. Yep. Tryptophan yep. can only cause drowsiness if it's consumed alone. So turkey also contains several other amino acids. Chances are the sleepiness you feel after a turkey dinner is the result of the fact that you've eaten a large carbohydrate rich meal, which yep. is always the case. Always. That's you got it. potatoes. Yeah. I mean, what other meal do you consume that many? Christmas, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those 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 two holidays. Yeah, the for big sure. Ones. Yeah, uh, celery is a negative calorie food. Have you C heard that? Celery, celery. Um, because you, you said salary, I'm like, we're getting paid. <laughs> uh, celery. Yeah, uh, I have heard that because you the, you chew it, it as much as it takes you to chew it. Oh God, it's just the most disgusting. It burns the the as many cal more calories than exist in it. I think celery is now. Only good cooked in foods. It's it adds a little crunch to uh -huh. to a uh, potato salad or something like that. But I I do like celery sticks with, sticks with peanut butter in them. That's a great little snack. Yeah, not for me. It's just got like stringy and it's it I is. But it, are, are there good nutrients in celery? I don't know. Science has proven that science there, says <laughs> has proven that there are no foods that take more energy to eat and digest than they provide. Oh, and chewing and digesting celery uh, only burns a half calorie anyway. Dang. Okay, so they lied. Yeah. Any raw cooking dough is a health hazard. We've I all heard, heard that. that. Too, yeah. Well, it's true that it could contain salmonella bacteria odds that are, but odds are that you won't get sick. And those who do generally recover without treatment. So it's just because of the eggs though. I always ate the cookie dough. I did too. I just, since a kid, gross, I used to though. eat it right off the, the beaters. I'll show you a beater. Okay. You have to wash chicken before cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, so I've had quite a few black friends in my day and they all wash their chicken. Yeah, I heard that. I, I, I do, I, I guess it depends. Like, if Why do you in, wash it? Well, if it's in the packaging and it's a little like slimy and I don't mean get, like. All that gets cooked out though. I know that, but sometimes I have in the past washed that, but normally I don't. And, and then the other is a whole chicken. Like it normally will rinse out the cavity, but, but all my black friends that I know for some reason always like scrub the hell out of the chicken. Why? I, I really don't know. I, I You're but, cooking it. You're not eating it raw. Yeah. So rather than making it safer to eat, it actually increases the risk of foodborne illness. So water droplets containing salmonella can, salmonella mm -hmm. can rain down all over a sink area and potentially spread bacteria. Yeah. Just cook it good. Everybody knows you just have to not, you cannot eat chicken raw, right? It's bleh. first of all, why would yeah. you want to? Right. Um, Gross. yeah, you just got to cook it. Yep. Just cook it cook good. It. Fruit loops are all different flavors. What do nah, you think? It's all one fucking flavor. <laughs> yeah. It turns out that the it's colors are colors. simply a decorative. Yeah. So yeah. 
Wah, wah. Yeah, chocolate causes acne. I heard that all I've the time when I was that. a teenager. Never heard that. Studies show that chocolate alone doesn't increase a person's risk for developing acne. Some act, some factors uh, do include nutrition, diet, hormones, hygiene, and genetics. Yeah, just wash your face a little more. Wash your digits, your fingers. Now, this one was told uh, all the time in, in my younger, younger years. Hmm. We could never drink coffee. Oh, yeah, stunts your growth. Coffee stunts yeah. children's growth. And there is no scientific evidence coffee affects a person's height in any way. They just didn't want you drinking penis. coffee. Huh? It, it, it decreases your penis size. Oh, your penis it? stops growing. Hmm. Yeah. You would know. Yeah. That's why I waited forever to drink coffee. <laughs> oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, how about milk makes your bones stronger? Yes, they to- they say that calcium, right? Yeah. But there's more calcium in spinach mm, mm-hmm. than in milk. Well, calcium does strengthen bone. Studies have revealed that milk drinkers do not reduce their risk for fractures, though. Yeah, you need to do exercise and things like that to really create more bone density. And yoga is a really good thing that creates more bone density. Um, but... But then you got the lactose thing with milk. Mm-hmm. If you if you have that issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one, which I've never heard, a watermelon or any fruit uh, will grow in your stomach if you eat, seeds. Eats its seeds. I've heard that. Really? Yeah. Never heard that before. That's I weird. Heard it. And it they just I don't know why you get these people tell you this dumb shit. Yeah, it's weird, but it's not you just true. poop it out. Just poops Is out. It's all gonna go down. There's, you don't have soil in your gut. Nor do you have sunshine. <laughs> right? Don't yeah. you need those two things? And this is like corn. Corn comes out. Yeah. Well, like that was, I thought that was pretty interesting, Mindy. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Let's uh, move on to fun facts. All right. Uh, the modern salute is believed to be derived from the way in which French knights would greet each other by lifting the visitor, the visors of their helmet. So the salute, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. The brain is the fattiest organ. The stomach wow. may be our body's fattest part, but the fattest organ is our brain. The brain is composed of nearly 60% of fat. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, in America, it is a federal crime to use your roommate or friend's Netflix account. Hmm. Mm. Federal crime. Crime. Wow. Stealing, I guess. I guess so. We're all going to. We're all going to go to jail. Mm. At any point in time, zero point seven percent of the world's population is drunk. Mm. As you are reading this, fifty million people are drunk. Yeah. Crazy. I'm sure of it. And there's going to be a lot of people drunk today. Oh, yeah. And probably not at work tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of people not at work tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I even know people that um, purposely take off Monday. Yeah. yeah. And for, for me, I would just like, so I don't really have a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like football. Uh, David was talking shit to me a little bit, called me a bandwagon guy because, you know, when the Jacksonville Jaguars were playing... The Chargers, I was going for Jacksonville because it's Florida team, right? Fuck mm-hmm. it. I'm a football fan. And he says that's what all bandwagon people say. No, 
I like football, so I I don't have a team. I watch the team. I root for a team each weekend. That makes it so much more fun for me. I don't get disappointed when my team loses. I just root for a team every weekend. I'm like, mm. I look forward to football. I'm actually kind of bummed it's over because I really enjoy football. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. So my, oh, I know where I was going with that. I don't give a shit about taking tomorrow off because uh, yeah. I'm not going to be disappointed one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but for us, it's later, right? This game yeah. doesn't start till six. We're probably not gonna be done with everything till 10, mm-hmm. which I guess that's, that's okay. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy uh, out here the way it but, is. But uh, in, in California where we lived, uh, the festivities would start much earlier. Three. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know why people would take the, the day off. I mean, unless they well, party afterwards. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they just get trashed. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Um, that's a, a good word hammered yeah remember that let's get hammered just remember that word okay i have a segment coming up when on this show on my random questions oh okay hammered Hammered. a study suggests that putting our clocks ahead to daylight saving and leaving them there could help uh, fight climate change apparently the findings published in the environmental research letters show how researchers simulated the heating and cooling demands of office buildings for 15 u.s cities and analyzed the impact that daylight savings mm. could have until the year 2050 they determined that under current climate conditions daylight savings time reduces cooling demand by 5.9 percent but increases heating demand by 4.4 but as the environment warms they found that daylight savings time could reduce cooling demand up to 5.4% while increasing heating demand. Uh, I, this doesn't making any sense to me. I'm just reading words. Mm, it's mm. not, it's not actually, it's not, I, I'm not I'm, actually landing. Well, so to me, it it's almost an even exchange. It's not really, uh, but anyway, what was that last part? Uh, while increasing heating demand by 3.3%. So it is less. It's less. Yeah, it's a little less. Um, in both cases, daylight saving saving results in a net decrease in energy use. They say the that moving our clocks forward permanently by one hour could be a tool to help reduce carbon emissions. Let's do it and adapt to the climate crisis. Let's. let's I do don't this. know why we still do it. I I don't understand. People make it the, the myth or the excuse that oh, um, it's for our kids getting dropped off at the bus. What? It's that you're making it darker. <laughs> right. Right. Or it's for the farmers. What? Why? Yeah. Would that matter? Just get up a little Just later. Get up. What the hell does it matter, dude? Ugh. Farmers are connected to the earth. They should be like used to I'm that. I'm tired shit. of catering to parents too. What about us? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You, uh, in fact, um, <laughs> I, I have to be careful with the things I say and make known. Everybody does, right? It's a weird world we're living now. You, can, you can't say shit. Yeah. Can't have debates about anything. People get all sensitive and weird. <clears throat> I noticed last night at our table with the two ladies we met. Yeah, so that's interesting. We mentioned where we're from. Yeah. You don't do that here in Florida. No. She was like, we don't like West Coasters. And I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. There's just a thing with, there's just a thing with East Coast and West Coast. We, we uh, East Coasters, we don't like West Coasters. I was like, oh, 
boy. Well, she wasn't saying it like that's how she felt. She was almost saying it like it's a thing that, that exists. She was. Oh, I got that distinct feeling. Yeah. That might have been. <laughs> And the thing is that what what you have to be careful to do, and we don't really do that here on this this podcast. Trust me, though, when I tell you that Mindy and I do have our political perspective. Um, you know, and and COVID revealed a lot. Like I don't listen to Mark and Linda anymore mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And the way they fucking looked at it. Yeah. Rich old white people telling me that I need to wear a mask and stay home. Right. Uh, y'all are fucking retired and rich. <laughs> you can't tell me I've got to go out and participate in the world. I don't really want to hear you lecture me on that shit. Um, so or t- take a shot in the arm that you don't want. Yeah. Right. Don't fucking tell, you know, <laughs> so we all have our perspective. I mean, COVID really did a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So people that come from California and move to Florida, I totally understand what they're, they're feeling, right? Yes. They, this, they like the state the way it is. They, they vote the way they vote because they want it to stay that way. And they're afraid that, you know, people like us hated the way it was. And then we're going to come out here and change it, change Florida yeah. into California. What people don't understand is we fucking left because it's, it's a fucking shithole and, and we don't want to now I apologize to my California friends. I'm sorry. we left because we don't agree and we feel differently and you can't, if you feel differently in that state, you have, you cannot say anything. You don't have a voice. You, you have to shut up and color and go with whatever policies they want. You know, they don't, I I found something. I know this is not really a political thing necessarily, but you know that they don't, the vape, they, they don't sell vape anymore in California. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Not that that's all right. Wow. Now that that's a huge thing. I did not know that. Though. Yeah. I was talking to Steven and Francis. They don't, you can't buy uh, different flavored vapes anymore. It's just, uh, wow. It's crazy. They, they, the stores they are, it. the stores are closing. They can't even, they don't even stay open anymore. Wow. That sucks. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that they, that they just throw this, you know, with mm-hmm. these policies out there. And I get it. Right. You shouldn't vape anyway. But, but, you, but also too, the people that are moving yeah. to a state and this is not, this is just one of them. There's many other states, Tennessee, Texas, you know, they're moving to states that, you know, are already made sort of like that. People are moving there for those same reasons. You know, and I I just wish it's like, okay. Values. Pick pick your political affiliation. Fine. I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to judge you. I I really won't judge you. But I do understand that if you voted a certain way and you like a certain way, and that voting yields a lot more positive things for you. There's are there are definitely negative things. I know there are negative things that come with it, and I'm I'm aware of that. And you're afraid that people are that are going to come from their shitty state and make your state shitty. I get that as well. I don't think that most people are moving here that want that. They they want shittiness. They want it. <laughs> they want their vote to have an impact because mm-hmm. if you lean in one direction in California, you, it's like a drop in, it's like a drop of water in the fucking ocean. Yeah. It means nothing. Your it vote means, means nothing. Yep. Um, so you move to a state like this, but I do believe that there are people that move to a state and fuck it up again. I mean, it happens, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I, I understand that. I don't know where I was going with this. I don't know. You either. were talking about the ladies. And oh so, yeah. The ladies at the con. Yeah. And so the lady was saying basically that, that they're afraid they're going to, people are going to bring their votes uh, out here. 
She sounded like she was from New Jersey, though. And didn't f- she? From or what I New know, Yorker. like New York, really? New Yorkers do that shit all the time. How many New Yorkers move to California? I mean, to uh, Florida? Mm-hmm. So fucking many. Yes. You know, there's a lot. So actually. you can't tell me. And you know how that state votes. Yeah. So sorry. I mean, to get I think it had to do with whatever you were talking about. Yeah, I was just talking your little about segment, right? Oh, I don't even know. Who cares? doesn't matter. Let's let's move on to this, though. Uh, the bank of mom and pop. Did you ever borrow money from your parents? We haven't done that in a long time. Um, but. Yes, but I always had to pay it back. Right. Uh, when you find yourself with too much uh, month left at the end of your money, do you ask mom and dad to help? Uh, I'm way past that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I was sort of past it the moment I moved. I'm actually at the house. point of our life because it's our life uh, that I want to actually help them where I can. Good for you. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just saying like, you know, we've had family come out and maybe we take them to dinner instead. No, I get that. You know, be generous with your money when they come out, but where where are you going with this little, I see your face. Well, my face is saying, uh, do I need to pay for you? Because I, I'm a little bit more like there's a little bit more uh, a, a tinge mm, of bitterness. Like you didn't really, I see help me. I should I be helping you at the end of your life? You know, you're mismanaging your money or whatever. The and I gotta help. But nah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I I got I, I get where you're going with that. Anyway, love my parents though. Um, so apparently a lot of us do in a poll more than three in 10, 35% adults admit their parents help with at least one bill. What? Uh, the survey of 2000 Americans found that the top three expenses that parents help their kids up, uh, grow grown up kids with, are, I, know what it, I know what it is. What do you think? It's going to be like their auto insurance. No. Well, we did, we did. So I did that. That's the one thing that dad helped us out with. They Mine paid, too. paid my auto insurance. We moved out of the house. You and I were living together. Um, and probably put gas in my car because I know I'd never really. They paid our auto insurance for about a year, I think. And then we got off their policy. I think we, yeah, they, they did do that for us. Um, so that was something, but no, it's not, it's not on there. My mom always paid for towing. I had towing, AAA no, towing. These way are bigger before. things here. Oh, okay. Like 19% of parents help their kids with rent. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I guess it, how old are your kids? These are grown up kids, by the way. It says grown up kids. So that means. Well, you know, I, I feel. Not just kids in college. I feel like today, rent is crazy. Wow. It's crazy out like, here. How do someone just getting out of college I don't know Brent I mean it's pretty remarkable I mean when when we were you know getting out on our own it was not like that it wasn't but it was still expensive I still couldn't afford it yeah but I, I never I never had it. my parents help me with my rent I don't believe maybe maybe a bill or two like you know if I was light on cash maybe yeah. my mom would give me some some cash and I could use it toward whatever, but so let's think about it though. Grown up kids. Like we're talking about you and me. Now we own a home and we also all of a sudden call mom and dad to help pay for mortgage. No, that didn't happen. No. Uh, the next thing is groceries, 19%, uh, utilities, 16%. I know my mom helped me put food on the table a time or two. Yep. 
the good news for mom and dad is that 70% of those respondents plan to take on these bills themselves within the next two years. On the other hand, 30% admit they'll just keep on accepting their parents' financial aid until they, they're told otherwise. Half said they struggle to limit unnecessary spending. Hmm. Mm. Start there, folks. Uh, they also face difficulty budgeting for unexpected expenses. Forty-five percent and remembering to pay, and remembering to pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. I man, we don't we don't teach kids. We don't, and that budgeting. was where I was going to go with that. My mom taught me the value of money, and and I think just watching her as a single parent, I know what money meant to her when she had it. So it we just didn't ask because it wasn't like it was there. And then you, you, you grow up with a certain respect of money, also a fear too, which is not great because I always, even to this day, have that fear of not having money. So like, Mm -hmm. of course I'm not in that position, but I think I'm not in that position because I fear that so much. Yeah. Never being in the position that I've been in the past. So I, I, you know, it's got, it's, it's good and bad, but, um, yeah, I, I always grew up knowing, uh, the value of money and my mom always, um, made sure that we respected that. We knew that if we, um, borrowed it, we needed to pay it back. And if we didn't borrow it, it was, um, a gratitude. It was a thank you Mm -hmm. for helping, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I realized I said, um, when we're describing, uh, Mark and Linda, Mm -hmm. I called them rich, old, white people. Why did I say that? I am a white person. So why did I say that? (laughs) I sound like an angry black person. You just, you know, (laughs) yeah, Boogie, my good friend, racist, my my good friend, my good friend, Boogie. Um, uh, he always called called your own race out. He called me and he always called me an angry black man. (laughs) He's a, he's a very large, tall black man. Look like football player. He's always called me an angry black man. And I realized in that moment, I just sounded like one. That's funny. <clears throat> All right. Um, <laughs> moving on to this. two. I don't know if I need them. Uh, I was like, oh, we should make this one shorter today. This podcast is going to be the same amount. It's going to be just as long as podcast. We can, we, uh, we're an hour at this <laughs> point. We just go an hour every time. All right. Um, water cooler question. A survey. These are soup. These are, um, mm, super bowl related. Okay. okay. A survey asked people what important event they'd skip if they could see their team in the super bowl, an important, uh, event they'd skip And it was 15% of people, they said this, they would skip this if their team was in the Super Bowl. 15%. What is it? They would skip. uh, It's an important event. Their anniversary. Okay, that's good. And and think in that line, it's it's a pretty important thing they'd skip. Mm, their birthday? No, that no, 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 no. I f- fell off the wagon there. No, you're on the right track. Really? Um, their significant other's birthday? You're close. I'm gonna do like they did on the uh, improv last. Their night. wedding. It is of that significance, mm, probably wow. right, right, really close to that in terms of significance. I can't think of 
weddings, birthdays, mm-hmm. holiday. Um, well, you already said what it is. How about, oh, I did? You said something that would be it. How about the death of somebody? <laughs> the funeral. It's the opposite of that. It's the opposite of that. Oh, the birth of their child. <laughs> Shoot. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's 15% though. 15. Yeah. Slow. Um, all right, next one. When it comes to the big game on Sunday, 71% of people are excited to watch the halftime show. Meanwhile, 76% are looking forward to this. What is it? Um, they're looking forward. And it's 70%, huh? 76%. 76%. So it's not halftime, but they're looking. What do you look forward to? Um, oh, gosh. Um, the party, the food. Nope. No? That would be 100%. Oh, okay. Um, it has to do with watching the game. The first kickoff? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, Nobody gives a shit about the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just new to football. Um, let's see. This is. How about the first touchdown of their team, maybe? Or no. Okay. Everybody look forward. So that's a, be a hundred percent. It's only seventy. Okay. Uh, oh, how about the um, refreshments? Nope has to do with watching the game. With watching the cheerleader. So there's the halftime show and then there's other things that happen and people really enjoy it. It's a thing that hap- everybody gets excited sort of about it every year oh, and they talk about it. The, um, the uh, what do you call it? The truck back parties. The, nope. Um, <laughs> nope. No. Everybody looks forward to these things that happen throughout the game. In between when the people people are playing. <laughs> so let's go to let's go to commercial. Oh, the freaking oh commercials. You gave it away. I'm sorry. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Wah, wah, wah. Bad. It's okay. All right. Okay, you did fine. People are probably yelling, Mindy, commercial. Maybe. I just said last night while we were at the commercials are starting. bar, or so, no, it was uh, Friday. Yeah. I'm so like, oh, the commercials, the commercials are starting to come out. Yep. yep. They All pay right. a lot of money for those fucking commercials. I know. All right. Um, phone starters or conversation starters. What word? Is a lot of fun to say. Mm. That's why I said, remember, hammered. Ooh, I don't hammered. know. Here's another one. Snuckered. Meh, I don't care about that one. That's more of a British one to say. They say that, mm-hmm. snuckered. Mm-hmm. I, <sighs> I like it. I like mm. hammered, too. I do not know. Have any, I know. It's a, it, that one, I was like, I needed to get some, like, Words gathered to kind of refresh the Let's memory. See, fun to say. Uh, oh, uh, you haven't thought of any? You you brought the question. And you didn't think of any, huh? Well, I didn't really have time to Snocker. gather stuff, but I was trying to think of 
fun to say. Yeah. Let's well, that was a great question. Yeah, nice we job. don't have a... I was going to say, I could probably look it up. Let's see what people say. Fun words to say. Let's see what comes up. I don't, ha- I don't really have any words that I... 25 most fun words to say out loud. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Badassery. Okay. Blithering. No. Nope. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not very fun. Poppycock. I don't say mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. These are just stupid. Keep going. I'm trying to scroll. You really? Know? They, yeah. they got all these explanations for these words? No, and that wasn't really a great one. Let's go oh to another God, this site. Is, okay. Ding, ding. This is the, uh, <laughs> this is Mindy surfing the internet <laughs> moment. Um, bum fuzzle. Uh, Fartlick. Okay. Never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, we're going to move on to the next yeah, question. This is, yeah, these are dumb. Yeah. I think we have better words than that. So All far right. we've had no words <laughs> that, we, that we've come up with. All right. What would your own personal hell look like? Uh, what? I don't know. I'll give you one of mine. Okay. Being trapped anywhere in a restaurant or in a um, movie theater with screaming, crying kids. Wow, Mindy, that's... No, I'm that's, just saying... No, you, I'm not judging you. What's your personal wow. hell look like? That's interesting. So you can do it in a fun way, like... Mm. How many times have we been somewhere and some kid is screaming his ass yeah, yeah, yeah. off I've been and there. we're just like, oh God. Yeah, that's not get me out of here. Personal hell. I guess it would be. Ooh, I don't like going dark like this. Um, getting buried alive probably would be pretty bad. Yeah. Mine anything to do with reptiles. Yeah. Uh being in okay. Like snakes on a plane. Cockroaches like, being I'm poured over the top of me. Ew. Oh, yeah. That would be a personal hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good at yeah. all. I wouldn't like that. All right. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can go down. Di- you can I don't like it. deep dive. I don't like the way it makes me feel inside uh, exactly. when I think about it. Exactly. It'd be your own personal hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. What animal or plant do you think should be renamed? Mm. That dog, the Shih Tzu. No, yeah. I think that's a fitting name. Yeah, do you? Yeah, it's a fitting name. Um, How about the sperm whale? Yeah, right. That's a good one. What? Why? Oh, yeah, exactly. Why? And why did? When I think of that, I go, "What? What's the fucking reason?" Sper- the ejaculate whale. <laughs> um, plants though. Succulents. Mm, yeah, that's kind of a weird. Yeah, what are they? What are they doing? What's their business? That's a pretty good. Are you Googling again? Here we go. I was just curious why they named. Oh, it says they named after the waxy substance spermacetal found in their heads. Ew. I don't. That's just. We need to rename it. Yeah, just. That's gross. How about the white rhino? Because they're not white. Well, what about white people? We're not white either. <laughs> we were having this discussion at work and it was about food. And, and uh, so this, this girl, this girl was talking about Hispanic food. This, or these, it was this, it was this ca- like plantain casserole. And we were like, well, what, what, eth- what ethnicity is that? 
you know, casserole. Well, it's, it's, it's Latin or Hispanic because it's, you know, it comes from that Hispanic culture or whatever. Like, okay, well, I'm like, well, what's white people food? And she said lasagna. And there was an Italian in there. His name's Chris. He goes, that's Italian food. Yeah, exactly. And, and she goes, well, you're still white people. And then I look around the room, right? And this, the Hispanic girl is lighter than me, mm-hmm. right? More like an olive light color, like not tan, not dark at all. And then there's this other guy who walks in and he's dark. Mm. And I'm like, is he a white guy? Because <laughs> he's darker <laughs> than you. What is this white people thing where, why do they call us that? We're, it's like we're a piece of sliced white bread. Yeah. Like, and then black people are brown. Yeah. It's just a weird that we say that white. Yeah. Like that. I think it's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That, that's interesting. Okay. So last one. Mm-hmm. What expensive item can you buy a cheap version of that similar quality? I think uh, I'll go with music. Um, I think like drum sets sometimes they, they're, you, you do get like higher call. I think a, a purse is probably one. The, these coaches coach purchase, 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 purses, purses. <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute and it's hard to get out. They, they're <laughs> their name of the podcast super expensive and it's the same fucking thing mm. jeans like, yeah what makes jeans i'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans that i can get it you know uh, well, ross for 20 well okay so there's like name brand items that you can either buy in these uppity stores or you can go to Ross <laughs> or TJ Maxx or yeah, any of those to get the same. That, that's kind of where I think, you know, when you put a name on something that the value of it goes up so much more. Yeah. And I get that some of those, there's quality involved. I get, the, I get the point, but I, I mean, when it comes to jeans, nah, when it comes to a car, like a Ferrari, mm-hmm. different story, right? right? I mean, and it is sort of the same with drum sets too, but you can still like, we watched that band and they sounded fine. You know, mm-hmm. they sounded good. He didn't have this crazy expensive drum set. You don't need to, to perform and do that stuff. Right. But. I'm going to go with like something with food. Like I think oh, right. water is weird to buy name brand when you can just buy purified water and any yep, brand you're right. that, that's, a good that's one. like the store brand. It's the same. Seafood. It's fucking annoyingly expensive. Yeah, it is. And not worth it. In my opinion. Oh, I know. Wow. It is I, not worth it. I beg your pardon. Okay. Well, he's because people like you that keep paying for it, that keep it expensive. <laughs> Was that All right? It? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to quotes. This first one's for you, Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. Okay. Why is that for me? Because you're always tense. Wow. Calm down. the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be yeah help your brother's boat across and your own will reach the shore Mm, nice and your last one for today is the purpose of life is a life of purpose Mm. thanks Mindy yep 
and that is it for our show. It was a Super Bowl Sunday. I hope you guys have a good Super Bowl day. If you're into that, not everybody is, but uh, we we like it. Um, we enjoy it. Even Mindy, when she didn't watch football, she liked to have the game on. And I do. Watch. I think, such a good I think this time she might actually enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be watching it. Um, I won't be zoning out into a nap. Yeah, six hours from now. About six hours from now, we'll be watching it. I got to get um, busy, make some food. I know, I'm starving right now. I'm starving. I'm, We're going to have breakfast right now. Uh, that's it. Uh, like I said, uh, if you want more of us, check out our website, lowtreestudios.com. The links uh, are provided in the show notes. Enjoy your day, your weekend, and your week, everybody. Um, Fairly and thank well. You, thank you for listening for, to our show, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining. You know, you know what it is. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye.